Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM of this Wednesday morning. At the Pont, the Guardian, the Nigerian Tribune, the Pampishan newspapers, the Premium Times, those are some of the jobs available to us this, uh, this Wednesday. Let's uh, very quickly uh, mention the headlines. Uh, before we take a peek into them and get talking this morning. The Punch says, Fuel scarcity worsens, black market booms at 300 naira per litre. Uh, that is on the punch. Atiku raises team to woo wicked rivers governor's camp adamant. Uh, you will find that on the punch as well. Uh, pipeline vandalism. IPOP dismisses allegation as Buari blames group. Uh, is also there. Body of benches raises peace panel as Supreme Court justices fight CJN. Uh, talking to more politics, Oshun 2022, 500 PDP members in Oyetola's local government defect to APC. Jungle Justice, FCT Police, DSS meet Okada riders uh, in Abuja. There is uh, there on the punch as well uh, this morning. Senate alerts military over terrorist hideouts in Kwara, Niger. Uh, you will find uh, that on the punch as well this uh, Wednesday. The Pembrokeshire newspapers uh, this morning also uh, with a couple of headlines uh, to take a look at uh, on the Pembrokeshire newspapers uh, this morning. Late magician's son, Shino Pella, dumps all progressives Congress. Uh, there's also Buhari appoints seven new ministers. Uh, that is there. Journalist releases musical album to checkmate incessant killing in Nigeria. Uh, is on the Pembrokeshire newspapers. Community nabs one-man burglary gang arrested during operation in Abelkuta. That is there 
Osunachi's uh, husband treated her like animal. Lake Singer's sister alleges that is uh, there on the Pempushi newspapers this Wednesday. And on the Nigerian Tribune this morning, subsidy removal on Tenebo Buhari tells IMF World Bank. It comes with some riders, explains why it won't remove over presidential aspiration. Blames oil pipeline vandalism on IPOP. Federal government insists on 165 Naira petrol pump price, advises against panic buying. Others remaining kidnapped rural passengers to be rescued alive is also there. Supreme Court breaks silence on justices' petition against CJM. Protest letter akin to dancing naked at Market Square. That is also there this morning. Monkeypox cases rise to 41. One death recorded according to the NCDC. Also, this one on Nigerian Tribune this morning. Ogun workers threaten showdown with government over unpaid deductions, pensions. And on The Guardian uh, this morning, there are also some headlines to check out. Buhari to Western government. Nigeria operates own economic model. Supreme Court cash strapped. CJN replies angry justices. Lagos starts forced to crush 50 power bikes, dispatch motorcycles for violating traffic rules. Also there this morning, to kidnap Chibok girls, freed after eight years. It's another on Guardian this morning. Well, the Premium Times says uh, Russia invasion, Nigeria rejects medical dental degrees from Ukraine. Why I didn't sack a mefiele over alleged political ambition. Buhari is there on the Premium Times. Buhari appoints seven new ministers. Uh, bandits attack intending pilgrims in Sokoto, you will find on the premium time as well uh, this uh, morning. There are quite a number uh, of them. Oshun 2022, Sonwolu Ganduje at APC Campaign Council uh, that you will find on the premium time uh, this uh, Wednesday morning. Um, so Samson Akbele is with us this morning. Uh, good morning. Great to have you join us. Well, uh, we will uh, take a pause. Uh, when we return, we'll take a peep into uh, the lot of the headlines that we've uh, mentioned. Remember, uh, you can uh, join the conversation via Twitter at FreshFM. That's where you drop your contributions as we go on this morning. We'll talk to you about four lines much later on the program. It's freshly pressed. Please don't go anywhere. State government recommends an intensified immunization on Friday, 17th of June to Friday, 8th of July, 2022. This immunization focuses on two diseases threatening our health, yellow fever and measles. Yellow fever is a mosquito-borne disease that can turn eyes yellow and cause headaches, fever, and vomit. Both adults and children of ages between 9 months to 44 years are eligible for the vaccine to prevent yellow fever. Measles is a highly contagious disease that causes skin rash, high fever, and runny nose in children, which can further cause blindness, brain damage, and even death. Children aged between 9 and 59 months are mostly at risk. The measles vaccine can prevent this child killer disease. Do not miss this opportunity to protect your family. Visit the nearest health facility to receive yellow fever and measles vaccines. The vaccines are free, safe, and effective. Now, sir. Dr. Tommy Coker, Honorable Commissioner for Health in Ogun State and Development Partners on Health. Guy, if I 
tells you all this plenty of time and data. Oh, where they take flex? Now, dash, glow, dash me. You go believe. Don't dash again. For this guy, you can't me. I beg you. Did you now? As I buy my glossy, my spirit, I first call it 1,000 and welcome bonus, Sarah. <laughs> As I come recharge, bam, blow, knock me 10 times airtime bonus. I also enjoy double data. Joy. Wait, oh, you mean 1,000 and welcome bonus? Yes. Plus 10 times airtime bonus? Yes. Plus double data again? Yes, sir. For which universe now? <laughs> the glow break at the universe now. You, you are trying. Oh, more. No wonder boys are flexing the hair on top from 247 non-stop. Man, I talk My people, don't let grass grow under your Lego. Go get your glow sim today. Dial star 777 hash to buy and enjoy 10 times airtime bonus plus up to double data. Also, get free 20,000 Naira bonus when you link your NIN to your glow line. Offer day for both new and existing subscribers there. Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Thank you for staying with us uh, this Wednesday. Uh, let's uh, get into some headlines that we mentioned earlier. Uh, first, Cassidy Watson's black market booms at 300 Naira a litre is on the crunch uh, this morning. We can't justify subsidy removal. Western countries subsidizing fuel too. That's President Mohamed Bouhari. Now, forced casts in Boston and Lagos, the federal capital territory, and other parts of the country on Tuesday, resulting in motorists spending hours at filling stations. For oil marketers, the solution to the worsening fuel queues across the country is for the federal government to approve an increase in the pump price of the commodity. Although some marketers had already raised the price of fuel in their outlets, they admitted that the, that the move had not been approved by the government, noting that dealers could be sanctioned for selling above the regulated rate. The approved uh, pump price of petrol is 165 Naira to a litre, but marketers are currently kicking against this rate, saying that it is no longer sustainable, going by the global crisis in the energy sector. A retail outlet located uh, in the Kubwa village market, Abuja, dispensed petrol at 195 Naira per litre to motorists and still had queues. Every four queues were seen in the few filling stations that sold petrol at the approved rate on Tuesday. Some of them um, included uh, the NNPC close to Guarimpa on the Zubakuwa Expressway, Total filling station opposite the headquarters of NNPC, uh, Nipko filling station on Zuba Expressway, among others. Well, um, the Deputy National President, uh, Ipman, uh, told the one Punch correspondent that the solution to this crisis is to increase petrol price and have it approved because the cost of diesel used in transporting these products to retail station has risen from about 215 litre a few months ago to around 815 litre currently. A deepman official explained that the widespread queues in Nigeria were related to the global energy crisis that had dragged on for about four months since the Ukraine-Russia war started. Uh, well, you can find the rest of it. Uh, we solely depend on imported diesel, so based on that, the scarcity of diesel has become worse, which is the major product we use in transporting fuel to filling stations. The marketers have engaged the government in trying to see how best we can cushion the effects of the rise in diesel price, but unfortunately, the prices continue to rise, and based on that, the government made an upward review of the bridging claims. We noted that despite the little upward reviews of the bridging rates in May and June this year, the adjustments were still not enough to cover the cost of transporting products. Well, the uh, spokesperson of the NNPC, Gabardin Mohammed, said the national oil firm was working out something with respect to the development and promised to revert. He, however, had yet to revert until the time the story was filed. Uh, motorists lament 100% fear high. Uh, that is there uh, on the punch. Marketers insist on price increase. Four stations are just pumps 
hot products uh, that you will also find there. Uh, the president has also been talking about uh, the situation, especially the talks about the removal of subsidy. Black market booms uh, is another. Uh, they say that some black market operators are selling uh, as high as uh, 300 naira per liter in some parts of the country is there uh, on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Marketers defy on 1 billion naira payment to NNPC as uh, another of the riders uh, that come with that story. Well, it's there this morning. The punch has it. Uh, the headline, full scarcity worsens, black market booms at 300 naira per liter. Uh, we cannot justify subsidy removal. Western countries subsidizing fuel too. Because according to our president Muhammad Buhari, uh, it is there uh, this morning. There are so many of the other dailies are uh, talking about uh, you know, the full situation. Um, you know, for a lot of Nigerians, uh, when you see queues uh, on, on day one, day two, and they disappear on day three, uh, everyone says, okay, no problem. But then when you see them for so many days, and then uh, there's, a, there's a lot to worry about consist considering how well, someone said crazy we are about petrol, how much we need petrol, how uh, you know, we use it for so many things, for some people's daily living. Uh, as it stands, a lot of people at some point thought the diesel increase was going to affect just the industries or the companies and all that part they're generating sales of diesel. Uh, not many people, I don't know for what reason they didn't see it, saw you know, this affecting petrol and now we're here. Uh, they say that government did make some adjustments to you know, the support they were given as, as regards the subsidy, but uh, the, the amount hasn't been enough for these oil marketers and they're saying the only way they can survive is for the government to approve a higher rate for selling. That's, that's not the only way. Maybe that's the only way. Yeah, of course I can. But uh, they should allow them to sell a lot. They already said it. Uh, I told you I thought that uh, Refineries are working. We won't be here today. 
refineries are not working the way they should, and you we even have, have pipelines all over the nation, and products are not passing through them. Rather, you have trucks going to Lagos to pick up these things, adding to the to the stress on our roads, of course, carnage on the road too. So I think everything still falls back to government. You can't continue to say you, uh, you maybe you are going to prosecute anyone who raises these prices. Our government should be prosecuted for also not living up to their own promises. These are also businessmen. Those that are selling it at 165, many of them have their private depots in Lagos. So perhaps they also find a way of doing that. And what from what I also gather, some other people who do not have uh, depots, it's not the, it's the same amount. They are even buying at those private depots in Lagos. If somebody is supposed to buy at 155 and they, they've told the person that it's going to be at 158, you know, from the depot. So, and you want them to still sell at 165. Now, by the time they add all the cost with what diesel prices are saying now, of course, let's 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 be let's be civil, let's be nice. It's it's no longer profitable for these people. So government should not just be talking, but they should do what they need to do. Yes, diesel prices have been deregulated, but what is happening? Can they tell us more about why they are not pushing products, petroleum, into those pipelines? Where these people, if if you are in Ibadan or Abeokuta, you know where to lift fuel. You don't have to go to Lagos. That reduces the amount of liters of diesel. The minister, the person of the uh, president, has spoken. But what he has said, even though true and supposed to be acceptable, but they are not doing enough. Well, um, incidentally, our situation is one which many have said well, uh, the only time we will be rid of some of these troubles is we. Uh, we do not have to import uh, the uh, bulk of uh, what we use. Uh, that we refine dollar, dollar naira rate. He's talking about. Uh, it. Unfortunately, uh, doesn't appear like we're making any headway as regards our refining. Uh, remember that uh, the uh, was it the Potaco refinery that was uh, given to this Milan-based firm before, and then uh, there's been interesting. Uh, of course, there were dates uh, put to uh, the job and when the refinery was ready. If I remember in, uh, earlier this month, uh, the House of Reps had to summon. Uh, that was given that I think $1.5 billion project. Uh, as it stands, uh, there's not a great deal of uh, good news uh, from our refineries at the moment. Well, uh, is there on many of the dailies uh, the report about uh, the uh, fuel scarcity situation in the country? Fuel scarcity, okay, sorry, fuel scarcity uh, worsens. Black market booms are 300 naira per liter on the point of one. Well, uh, one can only hope that. Uh Things do not get worse because uh, just last week, the natural oil and gas uh, suppliers talked about the fact that the price of diesel might increase from 800 naira to 1,500 naira in the coming uh, weeks. So one can hold you that things do not get worse than this. The Guardian also has this one. Despite 4 trillion naira subsidy, empty depot trigger new charges. Petrol scarcity is there on the Guardian this morning. And moving on to other matters, right here in Ogun State, the Nigerian Tribune has this report. Ogun workers threaten showdown with government over unpaid deductions, pensions, issues seven-day ultimatum. 
Organized Labor in Ogun State on Tuesday issued a seven-day ultimatum on the state government over non-remittance of deductions, among others. The union, in a letter dated June 21 and addressed to Governor Dako Abiodun, said workers in the state would be forced to embark on strike if the government failed to accede to their demands within the stipulated period. The letter, jointly signed by the state chairman of the Nigeria Labour Congress, Emmanuel Bankoli, chairman of a TUC, asked Abiodun to address what it said. Argued that the welfare of workers in the state had been in limbo in the last three years of the government. They accused the state government of non remittance of 21 months of salary reductions, eight years of unpaid statutory leave allowances, and breach of the state pension reform law 2006 in the contributory pension scheme. They said that the organized labor had earlier sent a letter dated June 7 to the governor on the growing restiveness among employees of the state civil public service with a call for immediate dialogue with the state government. The rest of that story is on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Local workers threaten showdown with government over unpaid deductions. I know that at, at the pensioners have always a uh, uh, written letters according to them that's to the governor and they say they do not get responses from them they've had awards they've had protests they have prayers and the question is why do we have to do all of this before we get a reply from government to see to the plight of their workers yeah, it's because sometimes that's the only language government understands and if you have a government that listens all the time unfortunately to the, the, the workers you know, the, we, we, we all saw them celebrating during the meeting um, rally and uh, we didn't have much of this. But it, it, it is what it is that um, many state governments are engaging in criminal activities when it has to do with uh, pension law 2006. Because if you are, if the law says that you should remit 7.5 of basic salary of individual workers, you will take it. You are not hiding your home. And you're also not remitting to the PFAs. It's criminal. I, 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 I don't know why the, the workers have been this quiet or this while. Maybe because now they are not being paid some other things. Even some other statutory deductions have been taken away with the instruction that they should pay, deposit it, you know, in the right, the right courses. They've not been doing that. You know, so when... You, you hear things like this. I, I'm sure the state government will rush to begin to meet these guys. They don't, they don't want this kind of thing to happen. The governor is looking for the second time in office. Electionary is already in the air. They will, they will start campaigning very soon. They don't want this kind of things. I think the timing is right for the workers to ask for what belongs to them. In Ogun State, I hear that you know the minimum pensions. Ogun State is still paying just 5,000 naira. You can imagine. And, you know, even at that, it's not being done regularly. They, they, they said this government has been owing since they came. So, we, and these are workers that are supposed to make government policies, programs, you know, to come to friction. And you are not taking care of them. Other categories of workers are, are also there. Public servants, civil servants, 
all of them groaning in silence. It's good that they are speaking up because even sometimes when you when you invite them to talk about some of these things, some of them would rather do it in hush hush tones. You know, they don't want to speak up. Now that they have decided to speak up, I think members of the public should also appeal to the government of Prince uh, uh, Dapua to do the need. All they are asking for is let us even meet. They said all the correspondence that have been sent to government, there have been no reply. Somebody will collect it and acknowledge. But the government has not been doing anything. So why are you not even sitting down to explain the, the situation of things to them? Uh, and, you know, to, to, to refer to the workers, because uh, you, you talk about how uh, you know, they, haven't said, they haven't said much. I, yes. I remember during the Mede rally, I think it was here, uh, that um, the TUC, yes, it was the TUC chairman who was saying, uh, who was complaining and saying their situation was like uh, the, the prisoner was wearing a wristwatch or something. That's right. And, um, uh, you know, uh, the, as far as the three years of this administration is concerned, they've had some issues with them. But they didn't give was, us these details. There was that, uh, you know, many of them, there was that COVID thing mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, at that time, a lot of, uh, of labor had to, you know, somewhat pipe low because some people describe them as, as being insensitive and all. But overall, should we, should we necessarily, you know, uh, blame labor? Because at the end of the day, this is, uh, you know, workers doing their bit, government not doing theirs, taking money that is not meant for them, and that's still impractical, taking money that is not meant for them, doing whatever they want with it. And um, at the end of the day, when labor complains, they then come back to say, oh, they don't complain this guy, they don't complain as much as they should. They don't. At the end of the day, government should have done what they should have done. Uh, what I'm saying is this. I'm not saying they should always be on the streets. Uh, doing a rally or protesting, or maybe they should have gone on strike. No, the details I have, I have seen since yesterday did not come out during the May Day celebration. Using that, uh, maybe a prisoner wearing a wristwatch and all that will have come, come up with all the, all the other details. I'm saying that, look. Yes, COVID, you wanted, you, you didn't want to be seen as, as, as being insensitive. But I tell you, Wale, that some of their leaders really need to do more than they are doing. Some of their followers, those who are not in the executive and the leadership, are not happy even the way you know, labor is carrying on. Maybe, maybe they're also not speaking, you know, um, or saying every, everything to those who follow them, the people they lead. They, they complain more than their leaders. And they say, look, maybe the leaders, because some of them will be even senior civil servants somewhere or in one company or, or, or the other. And they believe that it's because they are more comfortable. That's why they are not, they are not looking at their plight. That's, that's what I get all the time. I'm not saying they should be on the street perpetually. I'm not saying, you know, they should go down tool and not return to work. No. They need to give information when information is needed to the public, to their own members, and all that. They've not been doing enough, especially, you know, the NLC. Go around and, and, and speak to, to some workers. You hear what they, what they say about even their own leadership. Yes, government must do what they have to do. Perhaps government have seen maybe the kind of um, cold attitude or lukewarm attitude among the unions. That's why they've been holding them for this long. I think it's too long that in the three years of this administration, we are talking about we are talking about pensions and statutory deductions not being remitted. And the PFAs, they are not fools. 
when when the money is not coming in, of course, what the workers should get at pensions has been reduced, if not cut off, because you you've taken their seven point five, which they cannot spend. Perhaps the government has spent the money, and that's why I started on that note. I said that look, any state government doing this to workers is committing a big crime against the law. Pension law 2006. And you know, you hit the nail on the head when you say uh, that uh, uh, this is uh, the electioneering season and you don't understand why a lot of these calls will be made. And, the timing is right. And, and I, I just, you know, we've always spoken about you know, um, individual or residents uh, you know, voting for reasons, uh, really thinking about why they are voting and why they're not voting for somebody. I hope that uh, you know, these are uh, things that we also continue because at the end of the day, you should ask yourself uh, if these are issues that were discussed so much uh, during the last administration and then another administration came and promised to be better and we're still talking about it now. Uh, very and they'll be blaming the past very, administration very, very, that they very, left so much there. Very little has been done as regards um, gratuity to frame, uh, you know, to frame the gratuity areas. Mm -hmm. Very little you would say because if you look at the number of people that still have been there. Unfortunately, sadly, they, 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 they've not, they've been enjoying their own political leaders nothing reduces they, they use the brand of cars they use they go for the journeys they need to go to even the ones they don't need to go to go to their offices see the way you know they enjoy themselves but the workers that have worked for 35 years you allow them or less you allow them to to, to faint while kill to, to collect pensions you allow them to die of minor illnesses because they've not been getting their money as I went to. So I, I think it, it's, it's, apart from being criminal that they are doing this to these workers, which is against the law, it's, it's immoral that somebody that have worked, you are not allowing them to earn, you know, what they should be collecting as pensions. Even those that are working, you are deducting their money, you are not remitting to the right sources. I, I, I don't know how some people see well, um, it's uh, there on uh, the Tribune, some of the other dailies uh, with uh, those reporters who are talking about the uh, possible showdown, as they put it, uh, the uh, workers uh, might be having with the state government. We'll see how things pan out. Body of benches raises peace panel as Supreme Court justices fight CJN. Uh, it is rare that we hear about something of this nature happening uh, you know, in the Supreme Court. Well, uh, following the rift between the CJ and Ibrahim Mohammed and 14 Supreme Court justices over welfare and administrative issues, the Body of Benches has set up a seven-man committee to look into the matter. The chairman, Body of Benches, who will allow the Senior of Nigeria, told the punch on Tuesday that the committee is headed by a former CJ and Mahmoud Mohammed. He said, we held an emergency meeting today, that was yesterday, by the way, and for now, we have set up a Body of Benches Judiciary Advisory Committee. It will be a standing committee of the Body of Benches and the chair of the committee is Justice Mahmoud Mohammed, a former CJ and a member. Vice Chairman of the Body of Benches, a member, and four others. We are swinging into action. We are talking to parties concerned individually and collectively. But now we are advising that they should shift their swords. The immediate objective of the committee is to resolve the impasse, while the ultimate objective is to work out an acceptable package for judicial officers all over the country, particularly judicial officers in superior courts. Well, um, about 14 agreed Supreme Court justices that an elite letter accused the CGN of abandoning his responsibilities and diverting funds meant for the running of the apex court. They complain about the accommodation, vehicles, electricity, supply of diesel, internet services to justice residences, training of justice and the electrical justice supply. 
accused the CGN of receiving their demands without acting after several persistent requests to hold the meeting, which was finally held on March 31st, where a welfare committee uh, was set up. But reacting to the allegations on Tuesday, the CGN stated that the apex court, like other establishments in the port, is affected by a devastating economic crunch. As a result of the economic crunch, uh, the CGN explained that leadership of the Supreme Court would no longer meet some of its obligations to the justices, especially in the area of welfare. The CGN, while berating his colleagues for bringing their complaints to the public, that the apex court was facing a cash crunch. Uh, uh, well, we can find the rest of that. Uh, it is on the punch this morning. Body of Ventures raises peace panel as Supreme Court justices fight CGN. Uh, it is on the punch. Uh, the CGN said the judges were wrong to bring their issues to the public. Uh, I saw someone on, on Twitter yesterday who said, were they wrong or is it that it was just unusual for the CGN and they Shocked at the fact that it became a public issue and the ends of the reaction. Well, when you, when you have issues like this coming from the body of ventures, then as far as the market, I don't know if you had it. Uh, it's loud you know, coming from, uh, from judges in Nigeria. And uh, now that they've come out to, to let us see how, how dirty things are. Members of the public to also talk about it. I think they want the public, they wanted the public to know. And now we are in the know of what is going on. But I, I think the, the man in the middle of the storm, the leader amongst them, have also given reasons. Uh, perhaps they will accept the reasons because uh, the judges need, maybe they, they, need, or they also need to work on the streets to know what the common people are going through. I don't know any of them that are looking for fair. I will look for fair now. I mean, the, 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 the judges. And uh, um, if truly it's about the economic crunch, then they are not alone. But you also can't blame them because if you talk about economic crunch, they look at their colleagues. That has always been there, you know, because it's it, when you. And this is, this is why you need. The, the right independence for them. And even when they have independence, there's still a way they need to share. You know, all these justices, they don't have black staff like politicians we have. SA this, SA that, PA this, PA that. And so maybe that's why the legislature and the executive, they, they always put them down there. That's another matter. I'm even looking at what the CDN has said. Oh, it's about the economic crime. The cash flow is, is really very low, you know, very little, and you can't get more than you are getting for now. Perhaps if this communication has been on between them or amongst them, this kind of information will not come to the public the way it has come out. It means the, perhaps the, the CJN has not been communicating to his colleagues, and that's why they have to come out with that damning statement to say that, look, it's like you've abandoned your duty as the leader of, of all, the first among equals here. So um, it's, it's really not something palatable because those who are supposed to dispense justice, if they will have to help themselves, especially when it comes to certain political matters, even when we thought they were being well paid, a lot of accusations are still there as to you know what they some of them have allegedly turned judgment into that is cash and carry now that they are complaining of 
not having enough to take care of themselves and their offices and the duty they need to perform, the nation is in greater danger. So, the, 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 perhaps the president will need to set in, yes, uh, I mean, uh, step in and do what he needs to do. Yes, we talk about independence and all that, but we still don't see that. Look at governors giving cars to judges in their states, and the judges are rejoicing. It's nothing to rejoice about because it's, it's just tokenism, as far as I'm concerned. They need something more than that. They need tools to work with. You can, in one of the complaints, they talked about internet, for instance. Maybe where they need to need to have Wi-Fi and all that, but it's, it's a common thing. We, we, all, we all cry about uh, internet, don't we? Uh, so <laughs> yes. the rich also cry. But they need, to, they need to just settle down and resolve this amicably. I think they should communicate more. But if there has been communication, I don't think, you know, those who wrote that piece will come out to do that. And if they've done that, maybe after they've explained to them, maybe they're just trying to rabble rouse. But it is what it is. Uh, everything is not well about the nation. So when the judges are also complaining, you know, they just need to come to the bottom of the society and just go up. We've just talked about workers in the state now. Now people are on the queue at different filling stations. We don't, we don't have lights and all that. So all this put together tells you that we are, we are still a nation, you know, struggling seriously to make a spent meet. Oh. I really caught my eyes in that statement was where they said uh, the Chief Justice is gang eventing around with his spouse, his family, with all of that. And it's <laughs> well, just uh, Abba is also <laughs> trying to enjoy the office. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know when his tenor will lapse. I, I think uh, it's it's really it, it looks funny, but it's it's something really really serious. Because I cannot remember the last time, you know. We've had this kind of thing. Whether we've had it before, it's bad that such an allegation will come out. They even talk about the uh, diversion of funds. Yeah, of course, that would be criminal. Somebody should go a step further if they are they, they are sure of that. They should, who says they cannot sue even their own colleague or call the FCC to also do something? Or perhaps the way some judges' houses were bought the other time. I hope we are not going to see that kind of thing happen to the CJN. We'll take a very quick break. We'll be back in a bit. Please don't go anywhere. It's freshly pressed. Is 
you all this plenty of time and data. Who are they take flex? Now dash glow dash me, you go believe. Glow dash you get. For this guy can't me. I beg you. Did you now? As I buy my glossy by this spirit, I first collect 1,000 and welcome bonus, Sarah. As I come recharge, bam, glow knock me 10 times a time bonus. I also enjoy double data. Joy. Wait, you mean 1,000 naira welcome bonus? Yes. Plus 10 times a time bonus? Yes. Plus double data again? Yes. Papa, Papa, where's universe now? The glow breaker the universe now. You do a try. Oh, more. No wonder boys are flexing here on top phone 247 non stop. Man, I don't come. My people, don't let grass grow under your Lego. Go get your glow sim today. Dial star 777 hash to buy and enjoy 10 times airtime bonus plus up to double data. Also, get free 20,000 Naira bonus when you link your NIM to your glow line. Offer day for both new and existing subscribers there. There is a government agency controlling and regulating all internal waters in Nigeria. No, I don't. The National Inland Waterways Authority, NIWA, controls, manages, and regulates all activities within internal waters of Nigeria. Tell me more. If you're involved in any activities such as dredging of sand, utility crossing, bridge construction, or your business is located within 100 meters of the Ogun and Ocean River, or any water body that connects to the Lagos Lagoon or the Atlantic Ocean, you are liable to obtain permits for such activities taking place within the right of way of NIWA. Really? If you also operate any watercraft like canoes, Boats, ferries, on these water channels, you are advised to obtain your operators and craft permits. Where is your office located? Our office covering Ogu and Oyo is located at 14 Moshuda Biola Polytechnic Road, Unikolobo, Abelkuda, Ogun State. Please beware, ignorance is not an excuse. For further inquiry, please call 0803-654-6292 or 0701-848-8503. This message is brought to you by the National Inland Waterways Authority, Abelkuda Area Office. Niwa, providing means and ways on Nigerian waters. Well, thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Before we get to you to, uh, to talk to you this morning, uh, we did mention on the lines uh, talking politics earlier, uh, but uh, they're there on today is for you to go take a look at Atiku Raises team to rule weekend Rivers governors camp adamant. Remember, uh, there is the reported rift uh, because of uh, the fact that uh, Governor Ito wasn't chosen as the uh, running mate to. Uh, former, president, former Vice President Atiku Abubakar. A late magician's son, Shino Pella, dumps APC uh, is on the Pembrokeshire newspapers. Uh, that was um, expected uh, somewhat. Uh, there's also this uh, call my attention. Journalist releases musical album to checkmate incessant killing uh, in Nigeria. Um, apparently, uh, North American-based Nigerian journalist, singer, has released a new single to address incessant crimes which include kidnapping, rape, and killings among other social forces in Nigeria. Temperature reports that the journalist musician popularly called Mama Label in the album titled Volunteers, the crisis spread of ritual killings and kidnappings, urging the law enforcers to rise up to the unfortunate trend. Well, um, you can find the rest of it. It's an interesting one. It's on the Temperature newspapers. Journalist releases musical album to checkmate incessant killings in Nigeria there. Well, uh, we will get to talk to you now. The numbers are 0815-432-1079, 0815-432-1079 or 0818-111-1079, 0818-111-1079. Good morning.
Good morning, Mr. Wade. Yes, sir. Yeah, my dream to Mr. Zanzakirere and my dear Mr. Wade. This is not a lot of money from Milano. I think the issue of uh, foil scarcity and the subsidy removal, I think this should be the what the, the next incoming government that will take over from Paris should be preoccupied their mind with. So it's a very uh, sensitive issue. Now, if subsidy should remove on petroleum, that means we will be buying it at the rate of 700 and 800 that we are buying this two and uh, other uh, kerosene now. So at that point, we cripple the economy. We know the number of people that are using uh, petrol daily basis. We cannot consume the consumption of uh, petrol with uh, that of kerosene uh, uh, and other additives. So government, they should worry as well. It's their opinion, know that it will not be what's about the price is still remain. We will come with this to be subsidized. And, and that, I think that is better for not to cripple the economy and make people become. We're living in poverty life, more than what we are experiencing now. So if we depend on the part of government that we they cannot provide us with a good refinery, uh, and we cannot even look at the businessmen, those that are able to that are buying this place, the poor, the poor, the poor, the poor, the You are tuned to talkmusic.com. Now, Valeria and Santo, uh, at this my performance of our refinery, you see, the, the, the Bali government far back promised to increase the performance of energy by about 90% by 2019. We are in 2022. There we are. You see, it's still, still, we are still in the end of working uh, after petrol, petrol up for them. You see, that Nigerian refineries in, in Wari, Otakot, and Kaduna have been performed poorly. So let, let these people do something about it. How can we be bringing our, our, our petrol products to another country where we pay transportation costs? Then we bring that again, we get back to the There is no way it will not be cut. There is no way it will not be. It will not be. The price will not be hard. It will not be in Please, let these people do something about politicking. Get on the government that was very good and the workers. It's a government. Please, do the needful. But that means that you to take care of the workers. Take care of the workers. That is why you are there. Please do something. Is that one free for that one? Because God Almighty will help you in this thing. Good morning. Once again, God bless you. Uh, and good morning, uh, Wale. Yes, sir. What's your name? Where you follow us? At the end of the house, I say good morning. My name is Chief Fakwadi. I'm calling from Songo. Uh, to comment on the issue of uh, the petroleum, uh, 
problem in the country. You see, somebody mentioned that uh, it costs a lot of money to truck petroleum uh, products to uh, the outlets where they are being sold. But they are then produced because it appears that fraud going on in that sector because the new PEB uh, petroleum industry are not what they used to have uh, uh, for like it on uh, bridging a uh, port. There used to be petroleum collection port in those days, which has been a lot. So, who is paying for any for a trucking uh, cost now? The pilots are going to Africa, are going to the north. The government will tell you that they are increasing the trucking cost to trucker. So, who is paying for it? Because nobody is paying to any trucker within the southwest, as far as I know. Private people, NFTG, all the marketers, uh, they pay for the cost of people. So, we for the trucking and cost to Abuja and other northern regions. So, I want you journalists to investigate this thing because there is a massive fraud in that regard because they don't want them to buy foreign in the north at a very high price. And governments of people are paying it illegally to the truckers. So, that is what I want to bring this. Take note of this. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning. I'm Kevin from Africa. Yes, sir. God bless you. Uh, um, I greet the sister Ugusi. If it is seven days of the midterm, sir, the uh, compromising government and Ugusi governor, over the long 31 months, overdue or remitted pension of workers' salaries or whatever, or remitted reduction as well in salaries, late salary payment as well as pension. I solely agree I'm going in line in agreement with what the, 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 the worker is, is now going to do or about to be done. Let me say this, how long and how long will a poor man plead for much? Can we continue to be pleading for mercy at our own, at the, at the detriment of what we have done before now, that we have traveled, I mean, left undone? Where is the fountain of wisdom in what you are doing, President, I mean, Governor, in keeping other people's salaries away from them? It's quite unfortunate. I used to call you my amiable governor, but unfortunately you have traveled, you are treading the path of other parties as governor. Why? Why should you be doing this? It's not done anywhere. You have your own money being paid to you. Why should you be held other people's money? It's unfortunate that uh, 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 I'm seeing this coming down for the coming from you. It's quite unfortunate. I don't know what to say again because I'm very, very, I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable where I'm seated now. That you have been told to be given letters for a longer time, several letters you didn't acknowledge. Even where you have acknowledged or noticed. You didn't write anything to do anything about it. It's quite unfortunate. God bless us all. Is opposite? Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Let's do this before we take a look at the tweets. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Tuborio, we're struggling to hear you. You'd have to speak up a bit, please. Okay. 
I'll, I'll just... Yeah, you know. Okay, yeah, I think it's a lot better. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Hello? Good morning, Wally. Good morning, something. My name is Olo Munawe. I'm here calling from the People's Parliament. Let me have a nice conversation from the Samson. I am on the party of the local government and the workers. Again, but let's take a look at some tweets quickly. On the fuel issue, what essence of President Buhari being a federal minister for whole eight years without anything to show for it? Nigeria is still the only other country in the world that depends on imported fuel. No refinery working in the country, which will Nigeria. Saul Shegonlarineda says the problem in Ogun State are just wearing their ugly heads. As today, many workers and pensioners are yet to be paid for the month of May. Even judges and magistrates allowances for the same period remain unpaid by the state government and the second term is eroding. Uh, the okay, well, also there, uh, Rila rules. Uh, Zakaria Tanibola says, Good morning, Nigerians, if you carry the last of our citizens, curiously uh, say, Where to go? CCP, what do we expect from them? After all, they are not in the same feet as workers. At Lakmos says Atiku should have agreed with WK before choosing Okoa. Trying to woo him when the deed has been done is related. You can't betray a man like WK twice in a month and expect him to be happy. He's the reason <laughs> he's the reason PDP is breathing today. Atiku didn't do well by not choosing him. I don't know why he meant by betraying him twice. Maybe <laughs> maybe losing the primary. <laughs> I talked about the insincerity of government. And the marketers yesterday, and I've been justified this morning. Ask me how. Who are the people inflating petrol prices at the private depot? That's a pretty coming. All right. Uh, well, um, let's see. Can we? Yes, we can. Hello. Good morning. 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 Talking about the plight of workers and pensioners in the states. Yes. Yes. It is a fact. The last administration of Amosu left behind two deaths of two deaths for the Kwadiodo to battle with. But apart from the fact that uh, it is a continuum, the government of the uh, governor the Kwadiodo is not helping the situation, starting to pile up more deaths uh, with uh, this uh, administration. 31 months, competitive uh, deductions. Three years, gratuity. Then like that, uh, contributing presentations, 36 months, and still counting that this administration. But uh, what you are saying is that uh, the they should be resilient. They should be serious this time around. Small time now, they will be called with uh, Islam Memorandum of Understanding. We want them to be more serious now, to be more proactive right. and get something done with this government. Good morning. All right, good morning. That, this is what you're saying for this uh, morning. I just uh, re- we're waiting to see how some of these things uh, turn out eventually. Uh, the workers uh, they appear as certain I mean resolute. They say they're giving an ultimatum to the government. we see um, how it goes at the end of the day. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, thank you for your rest of your time. I just thank you for being part of this. Thank you for having me. Ali Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Wednesday. Keep locked on Fresh 107.9. Broadcasting worldwide.
greatest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM.